All right. God, sorry. I tried to. I was about to do the intro and then like. <laughs> Jokes swallowing me out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 159th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co host, and uh, a, a Visiting buddy, well, previously visiting, now not visiting. Pre- yeah, but, but exactly. <laughs> we were once together in person. <laughs> Momentarily cork visiting buddy, Frederick. Ooh. And I guess we have officially revealed, it's been leaked via the Instagram stories, that I am in fact in Cork, Ireland. Um, mm. Yeah, we uh, kept yeah, that one a, um, a good good secret for a while, but I guess uh, I guess you just have to honestly, I, I, I revealed many things when I went to Cork. <laughs> <laughs> you did well, we'll get to that, but yeah. Now I'm going to get papped when I leave the house. <laughs> um, I'm going to get papped when I leave the house. <laughs> I say as if I live in a house. But yeah, you... <laughs> I say... <laughs> I like how that's the surprising part. <laughs> I say as if I've got a home. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get papped, but I also live in a park bench. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we. you came to visit me, like the gentleman you are, and it was just, if I do say so myself... The best of times. It was great. It was such a good time. I, I, got, nothing, I got nothing bad to say. Um, Me neither. Well, I have one bad thing to say. Um, I mean, yeah, we, there's, there's the one. The um, incident of, we, we were just having the greatest of nights out. Can I just say, yeah, we don't have to go into too much detail. There was a uh, post on your Instagram that included a little video, but we were just in the pub singing along to the live music, having some drink. It was, it was you know the, it. the ultimate bro time. Um, it was so good. And then later in the night, we met up with a few of my friends, and it was also just a great time, but then you did, in fact, uh, did, in fact, drop the bomb of mm. the poorly planned podcast on them, which, uh, they, I, now, I worked so diligently to have them not <laughs> discover. <laughs> now, I, in my defense, mm. I think that is something I have to be told beforehand. <laughs> You know that I will blurt out the pod to any person given the chance. The thing is, though, because the way we were talking, we were talking about tattoos, and you were like, yeah, I was going to get a tattoo of, like, um, this thing, like, in runes. And so I was like, oh, okay, he knows. He knows. He's not, he's not yeah. supposed to mention the, the pod. And then after, she's like, yeah, it's our podcast. That's what I was going to get tattooed. <laughs> I was like, oh. And they were like, oh, you have a, you have a podcast, do you now? Yeah, like, and then they, then they looked at you as if they were about to devour a little lamb. <laughs> And uh, I haven't heard from them since. It's crazy. They blocked me and changed their locks. <laughs> they blocked me immediately and uh, <laughs> and legally changed names and addresses. They cannot be associated. But um, besides that, though, besides the pod, once again, infiltrating our actual lives, unfortunately. Um, mm. Just a, just a wonderful time. Just had, had the best time, with, time with my Showed boy. me around Cork. A beautiful city, may I add. You were a big fan, yeah. I appreciate the, the love. <laughs> More than I am. No, it is it is a lovely place. Um, yeah, we, we went to the movies, had a little Woody's, had some Nando's, your first ever Nando's. Oh, it was a good time. It was fantastic. We played ping pong. Uh, Not the best of times in terms of friendship. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, uh, we do get some, maybe more than others, um, a little competitive and intense when we play mm. when we play games like ping pong. But in my defense... Do you I, say some, maybe more sorry, than others? Sorry, sorry. In whoever's defense... Some mm. others of us act like huge dickholes when we play. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, so I don't know if I'd rather be the cocky asshole or the stewing angry little man, but I have, I have found my role. Um, anyway, topic for another day. I think it's very uh, obvious who's taking which role. <laughs> there was, it did get a little heated there a couple of times we were playing ping pong. Um, in my defense, though... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to say that the, before we played this set of games, I won the last game we played. Just putting that out there. Mm. So. Yeah. That's like how you say, oh yeah, Brazil are the World Cup champions. They won in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe. Ooh, here's a really big challenge. A daunting one. Maybe for the ultimate ping pong prize. Episode 200. We hit Ooh. the new manliness competition. And this one just... For the public to see, for everyone for to know. For the public to see, you know who's, what? Who's I'll the say, real deal? I'll say this much: I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm already <laughs> lost, so like, I don't know why I'm throwing this down as if this would have any effect. But yeah, anyway, it was a bloody lovely time. So thank you for visiting, and um, 
I'll I'll be coming back very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, that is. Yeah, I'm actually still here. <laughs> I'm just sitting downstairs in, <laughs> in the lobby. Well, today, it's been a minute. I thought we would hit been. some mini Dies mid sentence. That's a stroke. That was that was horrible. Sorry. Some mini reviews. It's been a while. I thought we would hit some <laughs> collapses, blood clot in brain. That's kind of a dark detail to add. Sorry. Blood clot in penis. There we go. Hilarious. We saved it. Um, so anyway, we're gonna be talking some of the movies that we've watched in the past little while. I don't really know what's the thumbnail material here. Maybe She Hulk. Um, that wrapped up. But yeah, and then we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna be talking. Don't worry, darling. Uh, Amsterdam, Ooh. She-Hulk, Ooh. other things that you've seen. But yeah, should be a good time. And then maybe next week we hit a little bit of news, or maybe next week's House of the Dragon. Uh, who knows? Yeah, we're not talking House of the Dragon this time. Sorry, guys. Um, we're both behind. Oh, uh, sorry, gang. But shall we just get into this? And I would like to start personally with mm. Don't Worry, Darling, uh, which is a, a film I saw. It's the new. Uh, Olivia Wilde directed, I think, but uh, I most, believe you're correct. Most well known for the infamous Chris Pine uh, sensual spit take on Harry Styles. <laughs> or no, sorry, the Harry the, Styles. The spit. Harry Styles. Uh, it is. So we talked about all the behind the scenes drama. Putting that yeah. aside. Also, don't 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 spoil too much here. But okay, okay. Are are you interested in watching this? Not really, but I'm going to be watching it in the coming week. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Well, there's okay there. There are two main moments I want to talk about, and neither of them count as spoilers, so I'm still going to tell you. But then please. Basically, please. I, just overall review of the movie. Um, I didn't hate it, but it it, it has its flaws, um, I think. <laughs> One being Harry Styles' acting. Well, yeah, definitely. And I did see it with some Harry Styles mega fans. Um, so mm. afterwards, I was like, I can't be too harsh. But then they were like, yeah, he wasn't very good. I was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Glad we can agree. <laughs> it was almost as good as his portrayal of... Eros in The Eternals. I don't know if that's his character's name. We've talked about it before. We enjoy, I especially like those horror movies and thrillers where like there's something kind of off and then it like builds and builds. And this is that, but then okay. it kind of, it just is really badly paced where there isn't like kind of a, you know, like Get Out is the example I usually use. Like there's so, you can tell something's wrong. There's a bit of a buildup. There are reveals along the way and you're piecing it together. It's great. This one, it's hmm. just, like, immediately off the bat, it's, like, everything's fucked. Like, this place is crazy <laughs> and bad. And then it's just okay. kind of, like, repetitively stuck in that for about, like, an hour. And then it gets to, like, okay. the final reveal, which I thought was actually kind of interesting, which we can talk about when you've seen it. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, anyway, the two moments that I want to talk about, one is, and you'll, you'll appreciate both of them when you see the movie, one is, in <laughs> fact, the hairy dance. Which is when Harry Styles is... Uh, There's nothing to do with Harry Styles. It's just Chris Pine's very hairy body. <laughs> when Harry Styles gets up on a stage and he does the most insane dance I've ever seen. He's just like flopping all over the place. And I can't tell... Like it's supposed to be kind of like a 1950s style world. I'm like, is this a dance they did back then? Is this just a... Is this his signature is this dance? A, is this a Harry Styles concoction? Genuinely the worst dance I've ever seen in my life. Life. Look out for that. Interesting. Uh, and then and also, and is that is that a uh, is that including the Milo dance sequence? Yeah, that well, that's the, the hottest dancing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, the two ends of the spectrum there, <laughs> two sides of the same coin, one could say. Um, and then also a <laughs> like, I mean, it's when like the ultimate reveal of the movie happens. Like thinking back on it, it's not like a nutty moment at all. But just in the moment where like it's supposed to be like weird and mysterious and you don't know what's happening, there's just the most horribly nutty pine moment. Where <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just and it's not supposed. To, it's supposed to be like weird and. It just made me laugh, though, because it was so weirdly executed. But basically, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh, they're like, let's go have sex in Chris Pine's office. Wouldn't that be really hot? And then they go do that. Mm. And then Florence just looks over, and Pine just be lurking in the corner, just watching. <laughs> and they make just horrible eye contact, and it's sort of like this weird moment. And then he just leaves. And then you're like, huh. So that was... <laughs> you're like, damn, Pine, you're a bit of a <laughs> so creepy boy. Just, it was just the way it was shot, just like... The the especially because you know I think the audience a lot of it's like Harry Styles fans so it's like oh my god it's the Harry sex scene like how how erotic and then just 
pine how truly being there. sensual. And then there's just a pine just completely That's just the definition of a peeping pine. Um, so anyway, not a great movie, but uh, add some interesting ideas in it. Worth discussing when you've seen it, I think. Um, yeah. Okay. Those are my thoughts. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, let's see here. I I can't actually remember the last time we did the mini review, so I don't know what I've seen and what I haven't seen. Um, have I reviewed Smile? You've not. Pod? No. I have not. Interesting. Well, I did in fact go to see Smile in the cinema. Mm. Um, new horror movie. And I gave it... A higher score in Letterboxd than I should have, looking back now, because it is a very strange movie. It starts off, honestly, the first, like, half of it, whilst I didn't love it, it wasn't terrible. There was, like, some good uh, good jump scares, like, it was decently scary, still kind of mysterious. And then the second half was just, oh, it was just awful. Mm. Genuinely just, yeah, I don't know, terrible ending. I mean, are you going to watch it? Do you mind if I spoil Smile for you? I will say, uh... For whatever reason, because this is a thing I do sometimes with horror movies that I'm not going to see. I have read the whole Wikipedia synopsis, so I know exactly what happens. Okay. (laughs) As a normal boy would do. Um, As any sane man does. Yeah, you can... As you were reading the Wikipedia, Chris Pine was also in the corner of your room. It was... Neither of them were very spooky. Both. One of them was very spooky. Kind of (laughs) hot. But yeah, no, go, go for it, yeah. All right, well, yeah, so, I mean, as you know, it is um, some, like, it's really, there's some evil entity that makes a person kill themselves, and then whoever witnesses that suicide then has, like, with, like is it, like, a seven-day time period or something until they kill themselves? Kind of mm. like this evil entity, you know, kind of, that's the kind of, the plot of it. And people, like, whenever you end up doing it, you're smiling like a crazed person. It's a, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Main character, genuinely so unlikable, makes so many <laughs> stupid decisions and also just didn't really, didn't really like her. Like, everyone mm. in the cinema I was watching it with, they, well, not everyone in the cinema, but my friend group who I was watching it with, when we left, we're like, God, she was just, meh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the ending just, so it basically ends, again, spoiler for anyone who is going to watch Smile. Don't recommend it, but, you know. <laughs> um, it, it just ends setting up a sequel. Uh, like there's this like long period of time which like honestly was a little bit predictable where she kind of like tries to take this like her grand plan is to go away from everybody because the only way that the kind of curse is passed on is someone is if someone witnesses you commit suicide hmm. and if she's like oh I'm if I'm not close to any people then that won't happen and I can just you know it'll it'll fade or I can battle it myself and then there, there's like a 30 minute sequence where it's like her battling it and she thinks she's won and something like that and there's like huge time skips and then all of a sudden it's revealed that that was just in her head and then she ends up actually yeah like putting herself on fire yeah. and then her love interest is uh sees it and sets up a sequel and boom yeah mm. not amazing yeah i don't really i feel like i having not seen it but having read the wikipedia synopsis uh i don't know does it do you think it lends itself to a sequel this kind of idea because it's sort of i can't i mean not really like creepy I mean, smiling very... that's you know that's kind of a one movie one movie scare you know what i mean like exactly you sort of, you i mean i don't even know i don't even know if there will be a sequel but like it definitely was left very it felt like you know? they were trying to, yeah yeah um no definitely i will say by far my highlight of the movie. And, like, I, I am a bit of a scaredy cat, as people know. Like, I, I jump at jump scares and stuff like that. But otherwise, you know. Otherwise, I, I, I kind of sat there and just kind of was a little bit bored throughout the movie. Mm. However, the the highlight of the movie was definitely A-Train, or the, or the actor A-Train, no. who plays the main character's fiancé, I want to say. And he is just <laughs> so incredibly not with her shit <laughs> all the time. He's like... <laughs> What are you? What are you doing here? Like just like being Jay, like bit of a bit of a bastard in a way, but also just like not taking her seriously whatsoever. Which, in fairness, she does act like a crazy person and is very unlikable in it. But it's just kind of like weird seeing A Train, A Train, <laughs> also very badly acted throughout this thing. No, there's like a lot of no. there's a lot of um, kind of Rocky Creed moments, like yo moments, where she's like, <laughs> and there's also like a weird moment that kind of made me laugh where. Uh, it it's like she basically 
without knowing it, she k- kills her cat and mm. gifts it to her nephew in a box for his birthday. Yeah. Kind of dark. And then it just cuts to A-Train sitting, looking disappointed, <laughs> looking at the ground. And it just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> just, just like, God damn it. Mild annoyance. You'd kill the cat like, again. You killed the cat. What the Son hell? of a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall... Not a great movie. Didn't love it. All right. Kind of a mid-stinker. I mean, to be fair, it looked... Mid-stinky. I think it had a really good marketing campaign. Not just the... Do you see, like, they had people go out to, like, sports games and stuff and, like, stand with the creepy smile, which is kind of kind of interesting, but also just, like... Oh, I did, I did not see that. It's, it's sort of, it's sort of, sort of fun. And, like, also, I thought the trailer was very... These, like, kind of simple premise horror movies where it's, like, creepy smiles mm. sort of thing. They can have quite yeah. effective marketing, but I, I'm not surprised that it was kind of bit of a middle-of-the-road horror kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll also say a part of what made it a good, like, first half was that the whole, like, smile thing or, like, the entity that made people smile was very, like, mysterious and, like, mm. you know, kind of, like, no, it didn't have a body to, like, put to the, like, horror. And at the end, it just turns into, like, her mom who's, like, her mom that killed herself or tried to kill herself when she was, like, a lot younger. Just, like, elongated and it just looks so weirdly stupid it's just like a weird slender man thing that just makes everything way less scary yeah um, that can happen a lot in these sort of um <clears throat> the, yeah the, these like demon entity horror movies where yeah the mystery of it uh and also what it like causes for people can be much scarier than mm-hmm. when they reveal it it's sort of there was a little bit of that with um it i feel in a different way where i don't know once you get like once they start showing pennywise a lot more and once you like start yeah. getting like all of his visions are kind of the same and sort of like it's less creepy mm-hmm. than when it's a little more mysterious yeah yeah um exactly fair enough i wasn't gonna see it still won't <laughs> this has not changed my mind now a film that i had to and i have a bunch here that i had to watch for film class that i'm gonna maybe save for another time to speed round because like there's interesting analysis to be had but uh-huh. nothing too too pod worthy however absolutely pod worthy a film mm. I had to watch for my uh, for my Irish film class, but Ooh. I I <laughs> genuinely maybe one of my favorite films I've ever seen. <laughs> In Bruges, I'd In I'd Bruges. heard of this. Um, I, like I'd heard it's really good. I had no idea what it was. It's from Martin McDonough, who did um, Three Billboards, and um, mm. he's got the new movie coming out, The Banshees of of Inishirin, I want to say. Um, but this was kind of the movie that put him, put him on the map. And it is like, it's, it's rare that I will like guarantee you'll love a movie, but like Mm -hmm. I 100% guarantee you will love this movie. Like just knowing our sense of humor, knowing what kind of movies Uh we like, I genuinely can see this being one of your favorite movies. I'm not even kidding. You have have to watch watch in Bruges. It's basically, um, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell are two hitmen who have just just done a job and they have to hide out in the town of Bruges in Belgium and just just it's just so good it's just because it's so like it's like kind of a a fun you know it's one of those movies kind of like Get Out I've, I've referenced that twice now but in a very different way where like we like it because we sort of like like to joke about it and sort of funny, but also it's just a great film on its own. Like right, it's one of those yeah. where like we would have a lot of fun watching it, but also watching it alone. But also, I just it was a great. great movie on its own. Yeah, it has like like it's just like really funny banter and sort of like dialogue and all that stuff. But then also, it's it's quite like a, a like a dark comedy, so it has a lot of quite mm. dark themes and quite emotional moments and stuff. And it's just extremely well made and just so, so funny. And like genuinely, it, this doesn't happen very often, but I was just like walking like down the street or like to class or something. And I just started cracking mm. up thinking about like some moments in this movie. It's truly, yeah. truly, fa- I don't want to like say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you. But there is, there are two moments in particular involving the feral. Um, okay. One involving karate and one involving mm. a bottle, and I'll just—you can just look out for those because I think you'll you'll notice uh, them. I'll, They're just—I'll keep those. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep that in, in memory. But. <laughs> They're so enjoyable, but yeah, um, really fantastic film. And again, I, I guess it's not a spoiler because he's one of the stars of it, but I won't say who. But there is also just a surprise final act appearance of a certain actor that just adds even okay. more nuttery somehow. <laughs> okay, it's okay. genuinely such like a hilarious but also really powerful movie i cannot recommend it enough to anyone but especially oh. to you 
I really think you'd I love it. Will, I will try and get it watched uh, this week. Okay, good. Yeah. It, it just the, the greatest feral performance you will ever see. <laughs> Up there with The Coachman. Up there with The Coachman. I know. Big Which claim. is cinema peak. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, in Bruges. And also, um, it's funny. When I wrote my review on Letterboxd, five stars, by the way. Uh, Kian did say that I finally understand his Twitter handle. And I checked it and... I never realized, but his Twitter handle is Kian Bruges, which is just a mm. classic, classic whimsical <laughs> prank. Classic Kian moment. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, that's that. Go All for right. it. Thank I'll, you, film I'll class. I'll definitely give it a watch. Giving me Absolutely. A, a good-ass movie. All right. I did, in fact, watch uh, On the Way to and from Cork. Mm-hmm. I downloaded a few episodes of Dahmer. Oh, I thought you'd already watched that. No, only the first uh, episode and a half. Oh, damn. We, I really put that in the uh, thumbnail for only a one episode uh, and a half review. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, interesting. Yeah, I think I've watched four episodes of it now. And still a very good show. I think a very, very good... Uh, fuck, what's his name? The actor. Evan uh, Peters. Big, big Peters moment. He's, uh, he's actually very, very good as Dahmer and... Uh, I don't know, adds, adds a lot of, I mean, you can't really give the man depth based on what he's done. But like, it, it's, uh, yeah, he portrays him very, very well. It gives a little more context to everything that's happened. And he plays it very well. Freaking just so gross in, in some of the ways that happens in the show. But um, yeah, like, I, I won't, I won't, again, not really a spoiler. And something that probably should not be laughed at. Not, not a terrible thing, but <laughs> it did make me chuckle in the plane when Evan Peters masturbates to the thought of fish guts <laughs> that's, a, that's a horrible sentence <laughs> something that factually happens in the show <laughs> he's sitting there with like a bunch of playboy magazines and stuff like that and it's just not doing it for him and then it just cuts back to him like filleting a fish and it's just like oh <laughs> god a very weird peter's moment mm. but otherwise um the show is yeah very good um they kind of like pacing of it or like the way they're doing it is like kind of cutting back between present day like him being like in the interrogation room and then like cutting back to like he was in the army before the army and like the different like murders he did and like just kind of like how it progressed from him being like from the first murder he did there was like a nine-year gap which i did not realize uh like i I didn't know about and then he was kind of like i was being a, a good boy and then it's just then like you know he gets further and further into like the kind of like strange bits of what he did Hmm. but overall very good all right fair enough yeah well i think we should we should maybe hit our most recent woody film um which we did in fact see in cork and again Mm -hmm. for those unfamiliar woody's is our movie watching tradition where we get food and then go see a movie it's not much of a tradition it's just kind of a thing we do but it's kind of fucking epic but Um, it is uh Possibly my favorite thing to do ever. Honestly. (laughs) And um, Genuine Tragedy. I thought we were going to be able to see the latest Dwayne Johnson superhero film, which would have been great for potting as well. Imagine that thumbnail. I'm going to watch that today. Oh, fuck you. Um, We were were supposed (laughs) to go see Black Adam, uh, but it did come, come out a little bit too late for us to go see. And I'm now having an extremely difficult time convincing people to go see it with me, which is... Very unfortunate, because, like... Is this, is this going to be a Princess no, Diana? No, I, I definitely can't Diana this movie. That, 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 that's an unacceptable <laughs> idea. But it's funny, because I have, like... Like, I have, like, at least three groups of people who I've tried to convince. And, like, one of them... She, like, told me, like, yeah, no, I, I hate superhero movies. One of the first conversations we had, and I was like, ah. Okay, so that's probably not going to ah. work. Then the other ones are the... Um, Harry Styles fans who like I probably would go see it but also I feel like not really up their alley exactly I like I like how you label them as the Harry Styles fans group (laughs) just for the context of this pod since we talked about don't worry darling and then the third group is like my film class friends who again I'm probably I think I'm probably gonna end up seeing it with a couple of them Mm. but also some of them kind of turn their nose up a little bit at I mean not even just turn their nose up at superhero movies but they were just like yeah it looks looks kind of shit and i was like yeah no i can't i can't say it doesn't but i just 
It's Dwayne, you know? <laughs> but it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne. <laughs> so anyway, I'm having a very big uh, conundrum with that, but we'll hopefully... A big dilemma you got there. Hopefully. I might be seeing it tomorrow, hopefully, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, so we did have to see Amsterdam instead. Mm, the yeah. <laughs> shittiest <laughs> replacement film for a Dwayne movie. A brilliant replacement to any Dwayne God, movie. The, put an Amsterdam in the thumbnail. Can you... What a fucking Shit. waste. <laughs> <laughs> this thumbnail is going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. I was really excited for this movie, and then it came out and it got really shitty reviews, which was kind of mm. kind of unfortunate. But I was still a little hyped to see it based on, you know, yeah, big cast. Based on David O. Russell, he's made some good things. Um, <laughs> although apparently... It's a white man in a box. Not even a casket. You got a white man in a box. Not even a casket. Doesn't even have a top on it. <laughs> you have genuine sorrow in your voice there. <laughs> um, but even a, a cask. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of Amsterdam? Well, I thought it was a very strange movie. Like, I mean, again, I did, I must confess, snooze off for like, or doze off for like five minutes mm. during the movie. The Nando's kind of metabolized and hit me like a, like a brick wall out of out of nowhere. But I think even if I hadn't fallen asleep for a little bit, I still had a lot of like just like trouble following what was going on. It was very like all over the place. I thought beginning is uh, beginning is fine. Middle part is so strange. I think and then the ending is decent. However, we just like kind of cracked up laughing towards the end. It didn't really take much of it seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 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 in a um, similar similar boat. I mean. I think I don't think it's as bad as people were saying. Like I saw it getting like like one of the worst movies of the year, and like it's not one of the worst movies of the year, but no, it is definitely a big waste of talent and potential. Time. I think <laughs> <laughs> also a waste of two hours of my life. Um, <laughs> but because I mean, I've seen some takes on Twitter that were kind of like, especially you remember the scene where um, Margot Robbie like imagines shooting or whatever, and it's like yeah, whatever. A lot of takes on that scene where it's like, A, it's just like terribly edited, it's terribly staged, and also like <clears throat> the I saw a tweet that was like, This is a masterclass in how to poorly direct good actors. And I kinda mm. get that because like besides Bale, who puts in, I'd say a pretty pretty great performance, everyone Bale else is, is Bale is pretty good in this, I won't lie. Everyone else is really kind of one note and doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it, it another thing I saw it has very like high school play energy and I, I think that might be yeah. the dialogue or I just if it, it has this such like a, a self-important vibe to it of like aren't we clever yeah. aren't we it feel it feels well, like a high school play that you'd kind of roll your eyes no, out a little bit. there's always just some moments of like extremely long dialogue sessions where it's like oh like I remember I in the part that I dozed off and where they're talking to Rami Malik and they like went to his house they're having like a long combo about stuff that's happening I remember I fell asleep for a little bit, actually. And I woke up, and the same conversation was still going. I was like, really? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, the whole... I agree with the middle part. Everything in and around Rami Malek's house and that whole plot, very yeah. kind of uninteresting. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was just a... It had some funny moments and, like, some fun ideas and some interesting... I can't even say it was too complicated because I kept like just explaining what was happening, but it still felt like it had too much going on. Like it still felt like it had, and yeah, that's the thing. The dialogue was so obvious. Like they just, the characters just kept saying like what was happening in the thing, mm-hmm. which I guess made it like easier to follow. But also it was still messy and had too much shit going on. And it was just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the more I talk about it, the less I like. Like I came out of it and I think I said like yeah, it was it was fine. Like it was it was okay. But what a like yeah. What are like a bit of a mess? Kind of rambly, so, yeah. Like, aren't we clever? Sort of vibe to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. As you said, there were some funny moments. There was <laughs> Bale being high at the end, just like <laughs> it gave me heavy like uh, American Psycho vibes. Of, like mm. the zoomed-in shots of him like sweating, just like oh my god. <laughs> and Bale just trying to process what the fuck is happening. That's how I felt <laughs> watching the movie. Honestly, that was my face it's watching like the Bale trying film. to process what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, and like there were a couple of, of bail falls that were kind of kind of funny, which you know is kind of like the lowest form of comedy. But yeah, but I don't know, tons of talented actors and just a very nothing 
Yeah, and like great sets get, and great costumes and just a very like uh, wet fart of a movie, you know? Yeah. Also, can we just say what a strangely stupid plan from like the the villains at the end to get De Niro to read a speech he obviously does not agree with? <laughs> well, that's like, the thing. I, also, there was such a they spend so much time. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Who cares? They spend so much time like <laughs> building up to this De Niro speech moment, and it's like you know what's gonna happen. Like, yeah, like. Of course he's not going to say it. Yeah, like, I, what if the movie ended with De Niro, like, becoming a Nazi, basically? Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't feel like a fever dream, but it definitely felt like a rough cut or an, of an edit or something. Like, mm -hmm. like, there were definitely things you would... Like, if you read that script, I say as if I know fucking anything about movie making, but <laughs> if that script got put on my desk... Um, I certainly would not enjoy reading it. <laughs> but I feel like there, you would be like, okay, solid ideas... Let's like, like let's change ninety percent of it. <laughs> let's like fix it up. Like it feels it feels like a first draft a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, uh, from agree. the two twenty-year-old college students shitting on the <laughs> the acclaimed <laughs> award-winning director. But he had a stinker. <laughs> what can we say? Yeah. Well, I man had a stinker. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, also, <laughs> if we actually if we do maybe maybe one more each, we could also hit a little bit of newsum. Because we do actually have a couple of newsums okay. that I like here. Bit, bit of newsum, okay. Because I, I got yeah, I got She-Hulk, and then that's that's it. I mean, I'll say I'll say I'll say two things. I've got just a very quick. I've been watching a lot of The Office, just kind of rewatching. Very enjoyable. Um, on season seven now, just great time. Hmm. And then, and if you will, cue the intro. Boom. I have been watching the newest Chainsaw Man that's been coming out. <laughs> Which sounds stupid. I have seen. I I've lie. seen this. I've seen the poster or whatever. He just has like a yeah. He's just like a chainsaw man. It's very literal. Yeah, it's 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 not a joke here. He is just a man <laughs> who can turn into a chainsaw. However, the way it's done and the backstory behind it, and also like the animation, so good, mm. so so good. Um, it's like one of the, it's a very very like acclaimed manga and. It's uh, it's been like very hyped coming coming to the to, the, to, to become an anime and the first two episodes I've seen, bloody brilliant, so good. Like um, and like the main character, like it's you know it's not exactly a heavy or deep anime, which sometimes is just nice and refreshing. Like the main character's motivation is to like feel boobs or something like that. <laughs> he's like a relatable because he's like kind of he's like this whole homeless guy who's never talked to girls and stuff like that and then he like suddenly gets this like like he becomes like half demon half human he's like starts working for this agency he's like oh, now i need to have a goal in life it's to touch some boobs <laughs> so you know just like a silly delightful <laughs> <Sounds fantastic. time. laughs> doesn't take itself very seriously but at the same time is very good so i enjoy right. let's go well speaking of Silly shows. We do, in fact, finally have the conclusion several weeks ago of She-Hulk, uh, which Ooh. I did upload today, a little BHL review of. Um, Ooh, okay. So I'm thinking, I mean, you know, I'll give a little overall thing, but the main thing we got to talk about is, of course, also, sorry, can we, the, the, beard, the beard scratches, sorry, can we just... Oh, damn it, I can't, sorry, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I can just... Um, so you're scratching your beard again? Because <laughs> the thing is, I can't Idiot. hear it now, but I know I'll hear it in the recording, and I just see you just stroking the chin, which is a magnificent <laughs> look, and it really, you're really just pondering something, but I can just imagine future BHL having to edit out that thing and just absolutely raging ping-pong style. Um, but the two moments that our friendship is put to the test is during ping pong <laughs> and, and beard, beard scratches. <laughs> um, but I was thinking the main thing we got to hit on here, and I don't know if you've seen the episodes. I think you said you've seen the clips. The return. I, I guess you already returned in No Way Home. But the extra return of Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock. Daredevil. The revival, one could say. The revival. He's born again, one could say. Dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Freaking got him. <laughs> but, um, yeah. She-Hulk overall, uh, I thought it was a very strange one to review because it, like, has a lot objectively wrong with it. Like, it has, like, some mm -hmm. really bad... I mean, objectively, whatever. But it has, like, some bad CGI. It has some really bad writing, some weird pacing, some really, like, just corny, unfunny moments. And, like... Yeah. But also, it's just... 
it has a charm to it that I just enjoyed. Like I enjoyed watching okay. it week to week. It just like I think mm-hmm. I think it's helped by Tatiana Maslany being really charismatic in the main role, and also just sort of like the goofy silliness of it. Just right, the yeah. fact that it, like you don't really know what's going to come next, and it's sort of even though it's not good all the time, at least it's kind of like I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, it was a very weird one to to like rate, but I, I found it to be generally kind of entertaining. I'd put it up there above something like Hawkeye or whatever I watched of Ms. Marvel as like. Would you would you say uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier or She Hulk? Probably She Hulk. Honestly, again, even though Falcon Ooh, Winter Soldier is definitely hot better, take here. <laughs> it's definitely like better made, but like. I don't know. I feel like I was trying to make myself like Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Where this one, it just kind of mm-hmm. like it just kind of crept up me. I was like, Yeah. I mean, you. I guess you kind of like walked in being like, Oh, I have to watch She Hulk. And you're like, You know what? Yeah. I will watch She Hulk. Yeah. I kept it's like a decent time. There kept being moments where I was like, Ah, oh, this is this is not great. But then whenever it was whatever it was like Monday or Tuesday, I was like, Ooh, there's a new there's a new She Hulk. Let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Giddy with excitement. <laughs> Ooh. Should we talk Matt Murdock's return? Which let's for the talk record, Matt Murdock. I think was surprisingly good. I was yeah. I was like, very again. I haven't seen the full episodes, but like I kind of like seen parts of it and like kind of put like put everything into context of that. So he shows up in court, kind of like being the defendant. Yes, or like yeah. He... Well, yeah. <laughs> Should I describe it having actually seen? The yeah, show? Prob- <laughs> you probably. Just guess your way <laughs> probably to. This so is... I think the first scene, they have sex, <laughs> and and then. <laughs> Then he said his ass remained unwhooped or something. <laughs> yeah, so he he basically set up this plot line where she has to do, like, um, she's suing this guy, and she's basically, like, defending this idiot, and then he comes in to defend the guy she's suing, and he sort of, like, outwits her in a way in the courtroom, mm. you know, Matt Murdock lawyer sense, but not in a way where it's like, look, he's so much better than her, just in a way that, like, just like the Matt Murdock, he's just, he's, he's got the ways yeah. about him. And... And then they have like a little flirtation. Then she meets him as Daredevil. They'd go do a little mission. Mm-hmm. And then they absolutely get it on. Cox <laughs> gets that. Get it on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. There's, there's some Cox reference that I could make there. But you know what? I'm a classy man. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Cox reveals his Daredevussy. All right. Well, <laughs> that's not at all the pun. That I, <laughs> I was like, Cox. You know, you could do something. Co- you know, that's a that's a, a slang term for something. You're like, mm, the Daredussy. That's that's what he reveals. I was like, no, that's not what I was going for. But good good guess. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, I thought it was very good because, I, like I kind of said in my review. If you're going to bring Matt Murdock into the larger MCU, which they're going to do, you have to, like, make him a little bit different. He can't be the exact same way he was in his own show. Because it's yeah. just completely, like, it wouldn't mesh the tone at all. Um, mm-hmm. And so they, they made him, like, silly enough and kind of, like, quippy and goofy enough. But he still had, like... He still had the Daredevil charm. He still had the Daredevil, like, yeah, instead of, he didn't, they didn't change him completely. They just sort of turned up some of what was already there. Because you remember, especially in, like, mm-hmm. Defenders, he had some, he had some quips. He had some little, little smiley moments. Yeah. And he then was quirky boy. And, and they also, he, he also made the show a little bit more realistic for that one episode. Like, when he's, yeah, they have, like, a kind of flirtatious scene at a bar. I think that's one of the best scenes in the whole show, because, like, it actually feels... I don't know, like a well-written scene. And I was saying in my video, like, mm-hmm. I, it didn't necessarily have to be Matt. But I think if they had a character like him throughout the whole show, it could have kind of grounded it a bit more and made it less, like, yeah. haphazard and kind of like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, if they... Mm-hmm. That episode was actually just really well-written beyond the fact that he was he was in it. But, um, yeah, it just... It was a fun dynamic. I think they had good chemistry. He does a little walk of shame, which made me laugh quite hard. I have seen. It was quite enjoyable. <laughs> it was just a walk with boots and hat. It was. It was. Morning. It was just nice. Like I don't know. I was worried that it would ruin the character, and like they definitely did change him and make him like you know goofier for the show. But I didn't feel at all ruined. I was just like, I like. I like yeah. this. Yeah. Like this, I can get by. What I what I want in his own show for them to maybe like you know get a little darker again, dive a little more deeply into the character. Yeah. yeah. But especially for this, like, silly kind of cameo and this, like, sitcom-type show, it was it was mm-hmm. kind of delightful. And it was just great to see him it again. Was. Oh, the Amazing. Cox. He is just... He is one of my favorite MCU characters of all time. Isn't he just... And he... Yeah. <laughs> and they, they also imply 
Not that this is a surprise, that Cox is very good in bed. So, Cox uses that Cox. There we go. Uses those Cox. We did it. Oh, oh no, never mind. Definitely, definitely didn't do it. <laughs> Goddamn, we just uh, unveiled something very scary. Also, have you seen, do you know what happens in the finale of She-Hulk? I do not. Please spoil. Okay. I probably won't watch. Uh, basically, she... Like break like the whole show culminates in this kind of like lame way where it's like there's like multiple hulks and then abominations there and whatever and then she's like this is this is terrible and she like breaks the fourth wall and she goes to like Marvel Studios and talks to like like a computer that like creates all the Marvel movies and they kind of have some oh it's a bit out yeah. there it's a it's a, I don't know like I kind of liked what they were going for and it's sort of different it, uh, I was watching I was thinking like. I think the average person watching this might be like, ah, this kind of jumped the shark a bit. But I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of a fun, fun turn on. <laughs> but for it. an above average person, <laughs> but for a man good. with a super high IQ, I actually don't know what my IQ is, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's higher than the average Disney Plus viewer. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> massive shitting on every Disney Plus viewer. <laughs> but yeah, it was sort of. I don't know they had some. That that was in which they they kind of implied also that Matt Murdock got that got that schmeat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the computer says. Yes, we did. She Murdoch walks in talking schmeat. about every Marvel movie. He's like, um, pause. <laughs> did you know Matt Murdock straight schmeating? <laughs> she was like, yes, I I, I do actually. Yeah. Yes, I. <laughs> he showed me his dare to see. <laughs> there was actually, yeah, there was a pretty good, like, because they do a lot of sort of, like, self-aware MCU, like, rips or whatever. And there was one where she was like, oh, can we have, like, more Matt Murdock in the finale? A woman has needs. And the computer's like, yes, we have ignored those in the past. <laughs> and I just, I did enjoy that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. She-Hulk, a, a surprising dub from us making that video Ooh. where it said, uh, looks mid in the thumbnail. Mm. An uncharacteristic change of heart. A dub. <laughs> this mate has been morphed into a dub. Actual trash. <laughs> That's what we should have titled this podcast. Welcome back to actual trash. Literal garbage. <laughs> Welcome back to the worst thing you'll hear today. <laughs> Genuinely, us saying the mid has morphed into a dub is probably the worst thing a lot of people will hear today. Of the like 150 people who hear this. That'll be the worst. Um, I think we do two quick pieces of newsums because these are the only kind of okay. interesting things of the week. First of all, it's your boy Harrison Ford. He's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of terrible things. <laughs> Speaking of the worst thing it's we'll hear today. Your boy Harrison Ford. <laughs> he's back, and he's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He Ooh. is joining as a rare recast, although, I mean, they kind of, I mean, the actor passed away, so it's not really a recast. Do you remember General Ross from The Incredible Hulk and, I don't know, Civil War and all that stuff? Ah. Harrison Ford, he's in. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Harrison says in the bedroom cock style. Harrison Ford, he's in. <laughs> what Harrison Ford says whenever he walks into a room. <laughs> Anyways, Harrison Ford. He's in. When Harrison Ford exits a room, get off my plane. I don't know. I was trying to think of a Harrison Ford quote. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have anything good. Um. Anyway, so he's gonna be. When Harrison Ford gets told he's loved by someone, I know. <laughs> That, that was a good one. That was a classic. Uh, so he's going to be General Ross, who will presumably be turning into the Red Hulk. So are you excited to see a CGI mustachioed Red Ford? Big muscles? I, I, I mean, ready for that honestly Ford's? sounds kind of erotic and amazing. <laughs> so absolutely. For a half-naked, super muscular Ford? <laughs> yummy, yummy. Get in my tummy. Big yummers? I guess, it, I guess it's kind of fun to see Harrison in the MCU. Um... It's kind of funny. They were just like, we need someone else who's old and white. <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> You're the man for the job. <laughs> That's all the letter said when they sent it to him. <laughs> we need Sign. Old. We need someone who's old and white. Harrison. <laughs> There's just a giant gap between the words. Harrison is written in like font 50. <laughs> 
It's a warning. <laughs> he flips the page. It just says name. If you're not the careful, list. you will become the Red Hulk. <laughs> I feel like he unfurls it like a parchment. It's just Harrison written hundreds of times. He knows it's his time. Um, anyway, I mean, yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, Harrison kind of phones in some of his movie roles these days, but he's he's good in some stuff sometimes. Still, like he, you know, in Blade Runner, yeah. he he put in a put in an effort. Anyway, I love the Harrison, so cool. Um, mm-hmm. And final piece of news, we have to talk about. Um, I can't even fucking think of a quote from it. Anyway, the Creed Three trailer, aka Threed. Mm. You out? Since when? Then maybe you just have to fight him. Yo. (laughs) That's that's Creed's response. (laughs) Maybe you just have to fight him. Yo. (laughs) I was, I mean, obviously Creed 1 and Creed 2, two of my favorite movies of all time, especially Creed 1. Uh, So Mm. I was very excited for this. I have seen those movies dozens of times. And... The first time I watched it, and I think this kind of happens whenever you're really excited for something. I kind of, like, I was sort of, like, looking for things to not like. I was kind of nitpicking it a bit, and mm. I was sort of like, ah, it looks a bit, it looks kind of like a different style. It looks, like, a little bit cheaper, maybe. And I was like, does, does Michael B. know what he's doing behind the camera? <laughs> and <laughs> Has Michael B. been keeping up with those boxing lessons yeah. of his? Because if not, I can step in. Um, but then I have, embarrassingly enough, I have watched it probably like 30 times since then i don't know i'm just i just i'm i'm very excited i just it looks kind of in, great in fairness, now it does look very enjoyable i won't lie so like sorry god i don't know it's just it's a, it's a different yeah like because the first two creed movies have been very well it's very good they have been kind of like similar to the rocky mm. thing um and this one seems like a completely new like direction of taking the franchise and i and i like it well that's the thing yeah i was as some may remember our initial concerns were that like you know uh sylvester stallone's not coming back and then it's a situation where like a franchise just gets drawn out and like actors start dropping off it starts feeling less special and again there's a little bit especially if you're looking at it as like in relation to the others there's a little bit of like a uh, missing presence of stallone but also if you think about it as a story it does work for this franchise because a Rocky got his like, he's gotten like fifty happy endings, but he like he got sort of the ultimate. <laughs> not, not like that. Not like that. But he has <laughs> king. Like like Rocky, he's been jerked off so many times. Like it's it's it's, it's great. Um, Every time Rocky gets a massage, he's happy when he leaves. <laughs> but like the last one, he reunites with the son, and it's like you know Rocky's kind of. And his, his soul story is done. At the end of the movie, he's also like, it's it's your time. And then they like fist pump. If you're, if you're yeah. making a connection to he reunites with his son and the happy endings thing, I am disgusted and I hate you. I don't know. Just, I'm just imagining every single scenario of Rocky getting a happy ending. In the 50 different ways it can happen. Yeah, so many happy endings. It's such a specific <laughs> thing a to get 50 of- times. Um, but anyway, and then also because the first two Creed movies, it's a little bit, this might be a weird metaphor to make because, uh, or comparison, because the last one is very franchise tied anyway, but a little bit with the Spider-Man movies, the MCU ones, where the first two mm. are very heavily tied to Iron Man and Tony Stark and all that stuff. And now we're finally kind of starting to move away from that a little bit. Um, yeah. in the same sense, like, yeah, it, I love the Rocky Creed dynamic, but then I also, if they're going to keep making these, like yeah, I guess branching out and like doing his own thing now that they've set up him and his, you know, he's as compelling a character in my opinion as, as Rocky. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. And Jonathan Majors looks like a cool bad guy. It's, it is very, uh, he does Rocky three, like Clubber Lang. It is very Mr. T. Yeah. comes Uh, out of prison, but they have that like connection. Again, I think when I first watched it, that's what I didn't really like. I was like, this feels like, you know, the Fast and Furious movies, they keep going like, and by the way, I had a brother the whole time. And by the way, I had this. It feels like one of those like kind of franchise things where it's like, oh, I knew this guy as a kid. And it's like, yeah, but also. Yeah, I guess. But I, at the I same know. time, like, I feel like taking the Mr. T thing, like, I think that story, like, because I do see like the similarities, as you say. But there hasn't been, apart from like the Drago kind of thing, there hasn't been that m- many things where it's like, oh, yeah, I knew 
this guy, and now I'm fighting him. It, it is kind of like a new take that you're fighting someone you used to be close to, isn't it? Um, in the in the Creed franchise, yeah, for for Creed, yeah. I mean, I guess someone, yeah, used to be used to be close to, um, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think it was more like the sort of in the trailer. It can feel kind of shoehorned in, and I, it could also be like the mm. edited of the dial, the editing of the dialogue, where it's like, "Oh, Damien, like we were like brothers," and it's like, "Why have we never heard of him before then?" But I think there's <laughs> there's a way to like do that in the film, and, and you're right, yeah. As like as a that's the thing. Also, I was gonna say for the Rocky films, which are so you know kind of cheesy and over the top and not very realistic, you want to have mm. you don't want to have every movie be like, "Oh, hey, it's just a guy." And like okay, let's let's do this. Like you want to have some kind of some kind of stakes and story. Yeah. So should be cool. I like the part where he's like, "You threatening me?" And they kind of square up, and it looks like they're about to kiss. I thought that was good. Um, <laughs> you threatening me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Training montage looking pretty cool out in the forest. That's kind of that's kind of cool mm-hmm. out in the California kind of forest. Kind of nice. Cool to see his like. I don't know, just as someone who loves these movies, like, because he had his daughter in the last movie, and now she's, like, a bit grown up, and he's, like, teaching her to box and stuff. I'm like, ah, the feels. Uh, also, he will be having a rematch with pretty Ricky Conlon in this movie. If you remember the bad guy from the first Creed film. Um, oh, yes. Played by real-life boxer Tony Bellew, because that's how I was just like, wait a minute, is that, is that my man Tony Bellew? And it, it is, in fact, <laughs> Tony Bellew, so... I think that'll probably be, like, the opening of the movie. It'll be like, and he avenges his, his only loss, or whatever, you know? Um, they mm. kind of did that in the last one as well, where he fought Andre Ward again at the start. Um, yeah. But yeah, and Canelo's in it, so cool. He, I don't know if you know Canelo, boxer. Um, uh, I, I mean, I know of him, but yeah, yeah. he's in it. Not too much. Anyway, initially I no, was like... No return for Big Nasty, though? There is. Not in the trailer, but he's he's in the credits. In the credits it says Florian Montanu or whatever. So I'm feeling a little bit of a... Hey, like I'm, I'm having to fight this big scary muscle guy. If only I knew there was some other muscle guy who could help me, help me spar or something. <gasps> Goes out, oh. trains with Big Nasty. I feel like that's the direction we're going, and I'm loving the sound of that. That does not sound bad. They go. Are they gonna go back to Russia and change and and train with Big Nasty <laughs> and change in front of each other? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just get naked. It's not impossible. I'm kind of just feeling. I mean, I'm not saying it'll be like a Rocky and Apollo exact kind of friendship, but like a begrudging respect friendship. Ooh, Ooh. I'm loving the sound of that. Because they had, there was that, I don't know if you've seen it, there's that deleted scene from Creed 2 where after the final fight, they like meet in the locker room and Adonis kind of gives him a pep talk. He's like, you got to know you're more than one fight. And I'm like, why did you delete this from the movie? It fucking ties the whole thing together. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, this is fucking beautiful. Creed 3 and Jonathan Majors looking A, swole. B, swole normous like a like a compelling character i yeah i'm liking him he, after his last performance which was that i saw at least loki. was uh loki that was yeah that was not a that was what we would call a rare jonathan majors l um although actually his last yeah. performance was in the heart of they fall which was very good to be fair Ooh, so that is true let's, not put, let's put some respect on his name um but anyway <laughs> good stuff uh oh shit do you want to watch very quickly the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer that just came out? And then we can throw oh. that in for the for the topicalness? Absolutely. Should we should we do this very quickly? Alright, let's just watch this real quick. Ant-Man. <laughs> I see. Alright. Okay. Well, major crossover, Mayors. Yeah, well, so we got we got two Majors trailers this week. Um Okay, first of all. A very surprising Murray appearance. Yep. Um Venkman out of nowhere. <laughs> just Venkmified. Um, well, I love the use of the Elton John song. That's very yeah, Elton John song. Very, very cool. good. Um, yeah, it looks it looks interesting. It looks more interesting than the last two Ant Man movies. I'll give it that. Yeah. In fairness, that's not very difficult. <laughs> two very mid Marvel movies, but this one, yeah, this looks like large scale or. Very small scale, some could say. <laughs> so good. But like, like large scale, kind of like a more of an epic Ant-Man movie rather than like, you know, more of a, yeah, I'm a fight in a lab with yeah, some bald I'm, dude. i fight, yeah, fucking Walton Goggs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of has like that Doctor Strange uh, multiverse of madness quality to it where, which mm-hmm. might be getting, um, 
I don't know. Like, I see all this, like, crazy stuff, and I, I sort of go, like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like the thing we just saw, but it's it still looks kind of interesting. Um, I think also there's a little Easter egg just on the first viewing. I think there might be something in that world of Shang-Chi's, like, rings or whatever. Because remember, at the yeah, end of Shang-Chi, they're like... Yeah, they're like, this This is from another whatever. And you're like, hmm, I wonder where that'll be. And it looks like, hmm, I wonder where that'll be. Probably will be in this. I like the little nutty Scott Lang, you know, Ant-Man type opening. Just just a little bit of... Yeah. So it looks like it'll be a bit of, bit of a classic Ant-Man style comedy stuff. And then they head off for like a little adventure. And, a little adventure. <laughs> in the quantum realm. <laughs> this guy. Um, yeah, looks looks pretty cool. I also am much more liking this vibe for Kang than the fucking Jim yeah. Carrey performance we saw in Loki, which is still to this day the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened in the MCU. Whoever told Jonathan Majors to do that should be fired and thrown into a volcano. Um, it was. Now what if it was Stanley? <laughs> Fuck! Imagine that. Stan just wanders onto set. He's like, you know what? Do it. Go fucking nuts with it, Jonathan. Jonathan <laughs> obliges. Um, yeah, no, looks looks pretty cool. Um, looks quite cool, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a nutty Murray. Uh, yeah, some cool visuals as well. Like the visual effects are pretty pretty great. I'm I'm here for it. And it looks yeah, that's the thing. It looks like kind of weirder, more out there. Which I am. We've talked about how maybe we're getting a little bit too much of this, like you know, interdimensional whatever that is getting a little convoluted with the MCU. But also, I would rather have this, I think, than another like Ant Man and the Wasp sitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. That's the news for this week. There are some other things, and of course, hopefully, we will be able to cover Black Adam and maybe House of the Dragon next week, and maybe some other news. But for now, Ooh. it's of course time for time news. Also, I am so fucking hungry. It's wild. Me too. Um, I am starving. Anyway, from ESPN, Tom Cruise has offered to take Lewis Hamilton for a ride in his P-51 <laughs> Mustang plane. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Lewis Hamilton. I believe he is a race big, car Big Formula driver. One guy. Yeah. He drives them race cars. Um, anyway, him and Cruise are apparently cool because there's this picture of them being absolute bros. And um, <laughs> apparently he wants... He, he offered to take him up in his plane, and he's like, I would love to. He apparently also said somewhere in this article, I think I saw, that he's like, yeah, I saw he, he did it with James Corden or something. And I'm like, no one should want to do anything that James Corden has done. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I did see that video. Very enjoyable. Did I send that you video did, to you? You did send it to me. It was, it was very naughty. Although, didn't James Corden do something bad recently? Didn't he say something about... So there's something about, like, him being rude to waiters and stuff like that at a restaurant? Anyway. I think. Well... Boo. Uh, anyway, cool. Uh, that'd be what a team up that would be between Cruz and this guy that I barely know. Um, then, for the announcements and such, we're gonna read some comments or very quickums. Joe C says this might have been the hardest I've laughed in a while. BHL laughing when Freddie was telling his grandparent story is so darkly funny that I cried of laughter. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad you enjoyed. Um, yeah, yeah, appreciate it. And ZJ says same. So you know, good things can come of funeral mistakes. Um, <laughs> ZJ says, I did hear there were a lot of single MILFs on Mars. That's probably why they made Mars Needs MILFs, the classic film. Um, classic film. Daniel says, after four months, we finally have the conclusion. Let's go. P.S. BHL laughing about someone's funeral. What a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. But <laughs> I have no defense. Uh, and Movie Guy says, a lot has changed over the last five years, but me still being excited every time a new pod drops is still the same. Haven't laughed this hard in a while. Thank you, Movie Guy. That's so sweet. Yeah, well, I, that is so I'm sweet. glad you guys enjoyed. I, I did think that was a, that was a fun one, um, the Disney movies conclusion. Uh, we're going to see if the pod fan page has posted anything. One of two, I should add. They have not. All right. It is what it is. There's some there's some fun stories there, so you can you can follow. And also, real quick, just an announcement we got to throw in here. Uh, Kean, the guy who runs the fan page, met Charlie Cox. Man, how <laughs> life isn't fair. First of all, how? <laughs> God, he, man's living the dream. He apparently, like, I mean, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into, but he just let us know that uh, he has shaken the hand of Charlie Cox. God. So congratulations, Kean, on achieving more in your life than we ever have or will until we shake the hand of Charlie Cox. Um, Which hopefully will happen very soon. <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, 
If you're listening on YouTube, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of the episode and what you thought of the things we talked about. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating, hit the follow button, leave a nice review, tell everyone you know until they hate you about the pod. Don't do that, but mm. do it also, maybe. Um, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. I'm also on TikTok, BHL Hudson, and Letterboxd at RealBHLHudson. You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dot Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FTK underscore Thwelms. And I'm also on YouTube at FTK. Actually, yeah, at FTK Space Gaming. I feel like we definitely gave some people like a heart attack with how fast we suddenly started talking right at the end there. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. <gasps> Bada bada cockschmeat. <laughs> Horrible combination of words. For what ultimately is a beautiful image. <laughs>